Welcome to this week's episode of the Perceptive Readers, a podcast series made in the Product of Culture, aka Parkbooks website's office. Hi, I'm James. You see, this is the thought right here. And my question to you is, would you be able to do this? Hi, I'm James Lynch and welcome to the Perceptive Readers. What is that thought I'm about to share with you this week during the Perceptive Readers? Well, it's actually some words that come from Jesus himself. And they are in Matthew chapter 7 verse 12. Here it states, so in everything, did you notice that everything do to others what you would have them do to you? For this sums up the law and the prophets. Now that sounds very wonderful as a golden rule, does it not? And in general, you will see a lot of people treat each other well. Um, throughout the day, uh, a friendly hello here, a nice greeting there. Uh, when there are, you know, misunderstandings, you treat one another with uh, dignity, respect, nobility, if you will. And when someone who, you know, comes by, uh, whether elderly, you see or not, you treat them with a lot of dignity and in return, it's reciprocated uh, to you as well. You see you smile and then someone smiles back. Now, here's the question. What if the person doesn't smile back? Are you still able to, as in Matthew chapter 7, verse 12, do to them what you would still like for them to, you know, have done Back to you. So let's say you smile at a person and they actually frown at you <laughs> and even say, I don't even know why you're here or whatever. And you know, they're pretty upset. Then according to this principle or applying Jesus words, you'll most likely say, well, I do hope you feel better and go about your way. I'm sure you've done that before. All right. Now. What about when persons continue to be um, upset with you or treat you badly or what have you? What can you do then? What can you do? Um, do you say, well, it's time for me now to take off the gloves and, you know, and punch them out? <laughs> what have you? Well, I just use that as an example, but... Let me ask you this question. Do you think Jesus' words still applies? Uh, I'm sure you probably agree yes. And then you may say, well, is there anything I can do if the person actually starts doing things that, you know, hurt my livelihood, my business or, or whatever, you know, it may be? Yes, there is. You see, one thing to keep in mind about uh, Jesus' words and scriptural principles, all of those are good and all of those apply. And yet, sometimes people feel 
if they have to, you know, speak up for themselves or be even more firm in their decisions uh, that all of a sudden they're not applying, you know, do unto others as you will have them do unto you. Because, you know, just because you apply the scripture, it doesn't mean continuing to allow somebody to walk over top of you. You see, uh, you learn, you know, from reading the scriptures and you can observe how Jesus did things. You see how kind he was with the people, don't you? You see the empathy he felt for people, don't you? And yet, let's read a few more verses. You can see when it was time to speak up about something, he did that as well. Because he said in verse 13 of Matthew chapter 7, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many, and many enter through it. Uh, 14. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. And notice in verse 15, he says, Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. Now, notice how Jesus even said, Watch out for such ones. So if you are observing that you're being treated a certain way, then basically Jesus is telling you, do what you can to be aware. Yes, uh, ward off. You know, sometimes you even have to defend against things by speaking up or just leaving the area as you can go into other books in the Bible that shows where the people who were followers of Christ actually ran at times uh, to get away. And it's not cowardly. It's, <laughs> it's once again, at times, trying to apply, apply these principles again that Jesus said, you know. Uh, he doesn't want you beating people up. And yet at the same time, if you can get away, you don't have to stand there and take getting abused either, you see. And then, of course, we use our voice. Uh, we learn from the Apostle Paul. Uh, you can even use your citizenship, you see, uh, for different things, different laws that apply to what has been granted to you. Um, I, you know, first I always said by God, but I should say when you're in a certain land that actually respect what God has given to you, you see, your worship, your voice, your freedom in, in that way. But what I really wanted to uh, continue to focus here on is verse 12 about sowing everything do to others what you would have them do to you. You know, people, when they start reading God's word even more than what they were doing before, and they take seriously that, you know, there are some changes and adjustments I want to make in my life. You know, do you think persons appreciate uh the ones being patient with them as they make those changes. You know, I think about persons who go through withdrawals of, you know, uh, whether it's narcotics and other types of things. Uh, those withdrawals will 
beat the body and mind down in a way that, oh my goodness, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not pleasant at all for such ones. Now, during that time, does that person need anybody around saying, you deserve what you get? Uh, or even may do things like, let's say you need some water and they hide the water from you. Does that person need any of that? Uh, no. And see, you can appreciate, even if you've never experienced uh, uh, taking narcotics or drugs or anything of that nature at all, you can still appreciate because you can empathize what the person is going through that, you know, I'm not going to give that person a hard time because I know they're going through a hard time enough. Now, with that illustration, this is why I reference back to verses 13 through 15, where it talks about entering through the narrow gate, you see, and finding also the road that leads to life. It's uh to use the illustration. It's like, hey, uh, in order to fit in through that narrow gate, you see, it's like we got to trim down spiritually in a sense, maybe uh, some activities uh, that we were engaged in before, you see, uh, to lose some of that that weight that's not good, <laughs> you know, for us in order to fit in through those uh, uh, narrow gates and you see the straight and narrow, as we call it, too. Now, this is something to think about as well. When people think about God and his standards, uh, his uh, righteousness and, and all the goodness, uh, sometimes people imagine that that is just, you know, uh, too much. Sometimes they may say it's too restrictive. And guess what? When you look around the world today, <laughs> over the past year, you already see what man, what type of restrictions man uh, will put on you uh, for the ones who, you know, um, some of them are just... Uh, power hungry you see uh some uh li like knowledge you see especially when ones who like knowledge <laughs> have authority at times oh my goodness you can see uh, uh what happens inaccurate information comes out uh some uh, will just go along to get along um and it just makes it hard you know, on others around them. And so when you get enough of that in, you know, uh, leadership type positions, you see what happens and, and you see it on the world stage, you see. Uh, that's just a thought to keep in mind because according to God's kingdom, um, which, you know, in past podcasts, I've read different scriptures from Isaiah, you see, Psalms, Revelation, and things of that nature. Uh, you can see when God talks about everyone being happy, uh, they really are going to be happy. And remember that one reference that I went into 
in a, in a podcast about Solomon's reign. Remember the one who was the wisest man on the face of this earth uh, during his lifetime because of God giving him the wisdom and then even riches because he had the right motive and heart in what he asked for in the beginning when God said he would give him a gift. And the result of his rule was an example, you see, of foregling of just how wonderful and peaceful the earth will be, you see, as God's kingdom uh, once again restores uh, the peacefulness, see, the, the order, the goodness throughout the earth. And see, that's wonderful. Uh, it was a scripture I think we read in Kings that talked about how the people were just making merriment. They were happy, you see, um, prosperous as well. And it's going to be like this. So we don't even have to worry about that aspect of things. Really, you see, the reason why this road is narrow you see, uh, to us is because we do have, you know, I use the illustration, the extra, <laughs> the extra weight, so to speak, that that's not good for us in certain things that I could, you know, use an expression. It's sin, you see, sinfulness. And that's why we still appreciate Jesus' ransom sacrifice that covers that. However, there's still an urgency it is placed upon us to still do the best that we can, even though the ransom sacrifice covers us, you know, it doesn't take away from us the responsibility to keep trying every day. You know, it's like a person who may be, let's say, uh, 500 pounds. Okay. Uh, because I can make that very, uh, obvious, you can picture it in your mind. Now, that person may say, you know, I want to get down to 180 pounds or whatever for my height and everything or uh, 200 at the most. Now, you already know that that person, it's going to take them a while. Um, it may be something they have to Work on for what? Uh, more than a day, more than a week. We're, we're talking, uh, most likely, you know, some years, uh, to get down to that weight. If they do things just right, you know, they plan things and then you, you got to factor in, they will sometimes have, uh, fallbacks, you see? And they'll just still keep going. Well, that's the same way. With us trying to fit into that, you know, <laughs> through that narrow road or that narrow gate uh, of there, you see, uh, we have to keep trying and applying uh, the helpful things that will, you know, get us to fit in uh, and be on that road and that path. Now, granted, I just want to emphasize again, uh, there will be mistakes and fallbacks at times yet with that ransom sacrifice of jesus it's still like jesus is saying you keep going you keep going 
You see, I, I got you. You're trying. So with that thought in mind, um, and, and I want you to keep all that factor in because of what I'm going to say next. This is going back to Matthew chapter 7, verse 12 again. So in everything due to others, what you will have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. <laughs> I'm going to share something with you. You know, it is something when you can have a person in a, a very respected uh, position. And sometimes, you know, when that person is in that very respected position and, and has some authority uh, or with them, you see, uh, all of a sudden, you know, the other persons who may not have that type of role or authority uh, will, you know, accept a lot um, uh, good and bad from that person at times, you see, even though especially when I talk about the bad in this case, they shouldn't, or maybe they should really say something to the person about it. But they don't, you see. And then when that person falls from grace, as the expression goes uh, for some of them, oh my goodness, the gloves just comes off for some of the ones like it's like they were just holding it in or what have you. Now I'm I'm trying to get you to really picture this in your mind. Why? Because I want to ask you this question. Do you still think Matthew chapter seven verse twelve applies? See, even though that person may have fallen from grace, is there a respectable and noble way? To still treat that person. You see? You know, there's been situations where persons were already going through, like we talked about the narcotics and, uh, you know, withdrawals that some persons have went through in their life, where whatever their situation was, was already going through enough. Would you have been one of the persons that just said, you know, let me give you this water, okay? Uh, at the very least, I don't want to take the water from you. Do you think Jesus' words apply here towards anyone who have suffered in that way, who is suffering in that way, you see? Because you know what goes to my mind when I read verses 13 and, and specifically now verse 15 about watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. You know, God's word is so powerful. It has literally changed all sorts of people's lives. Even ones at times who were talking falsely, you see. Um, even ones who were making unjust gains, you see. 
uh, off his word that, you know, misapplying or, or what have you, even fleecing the flock. You see that, you know, it talks about in Ezekiel chapter 34 uh, of what some shepherds were doing to God's people where they were, you know, uh, being treated so badly and scattered about that God said, you know, I'm about to get them myself. I'm about to get them myself. Okay. Now, with that thought still being in mind, what if the same persons or false prophets who all of a sudden wake up and see the error of their ways and repent, as it were, what if they want to change? What if they have already started to change? How do you think, how would you treat ones like that? You know, uh, do you think Matthew chapter 7 verse 12 would apply again? Everything, you see, do to others what you would have them do to you. What you think about that? Well, as you maul that around in your brain, I'll share something with you. See, God's word is very, very powerful, you see. And sometimes we uh, do things not even just for ourselves, but maybe it was somebody in our life uh, that you were able to see the situation of why a person, you know, ended up with the lot that they have in life now. And you know that if these circumstances were not placed upon this person and with the knowledge that you know, only they had at that time, things could have went a totally different way. Uh, do you agree with that? Yeah, because it is. It's, it's actually happened. So, let's say you see persons come to a realization about what Jesus' words uh, were all about and really start getting the, the sense of things. And you can tell it's genuine. You know, you feel it's genuine. How will you treat such ones as they make their, you know, different public declarations on this and that? It's a thought. It's a thought. Okay. So anyway, thank you for being with me on this Perceptive Readers. And I just, you know, these thoughts are just some I just wanted to share with you uh, during this week. Uh, you go and have you a very uh, wonderful day uh, with some coffee. Maybe uh, I'm going to have my fifth cup for today. You know, I spread it out. You know, I spread it out today, okay? <laughs> and I haven't gone through a whole part yet. But I think I only have one cup left to go. But anyway, uh, thank you for being here. You have a wonderful, wonderful day. just listened to the perceptive readers podcast remember until next time if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better it becomes your reality <laughs>